everyone. This is Layla. I'm back with episode eight of Goddess Talk with Lay. I know it's been a while. I apologize for the brief hiatus. Well, it hasn't really been brief. It's been more like six months, but it's okay. I'm back and that's all that matters. Um, there's been a lot going on. Moving. I moved back to San Diego. I'm in school, still working on this master's. But um, I have some things to talk to you guys about today, and I have a special guest. Dun, 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 dun. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I have Miss Tate with me today. I'm back in Atlanta just to record with her. I only came back <laughs> just to record with my best I friend. I wish these things were true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you guys know Jess. You guys know her from my previous um, episode, and I'm sure you guys have seen her posted on my Instagram or you follow her on Instagram, but just go ahead and give the people your information again, what you do and your Instagram handles and everything. Hi, everybody. My name is Jessica Tate at Saint.Tate on Instagram. Uh, you guys know that I am a writer and I am also a master cosmetologist. So um, if you guys don't follow my hair page, go ahead and follow me and, and hit me up if you are in the South Atlanta area. My name on Instagram for that is um, MissTate.Hair. So what's up? I'm excited that my best friend is here so we can get this thing popping. We have a lot to talk about. So put your listeners on. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. So I'm so glad to have Jess here. Um, I want to talk about something really briefly my work, my team at work asked me to speak about these two topics really quick. And you guys know I don't get into celebrity drama, but they really wanted to know my perception and my opinion on um, Tr- Tristan Thompson <sighs> and Jesse Smollett, those two separate si- situations. And <laughs> to be completely honest, um, Tristan... They specifically wanted to know, and shout out to Matt, Mike, Emily, Lupe, Michelle, and Brian. Those are my coworkers. They told me to ask me to share this. Um, Tristan, I mean, they wanted to know, do I feel bad for Chloe? And I don't. It may be sad that I don't because, you know, woman to woman, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but I feel like she knew that he was a cheater and he cheated several times. So, like, why are you surprised? I understand she didn't. It's not fair that it was somebody so near and dear to their family. But this time, though. This time. It was somebody near and dear to her this time. Yeah. But several times before, did it not hit as bad because you didn't know this girl specifically? That you know, part. You knew this guy's character when you decided to be with him. And you still chose to be with him. My I, sentiments. I understand that you don't. You said that you don't feel bad because of this this exact reason, but but um, when there's like a, a void that people are feeling, you keep that person around, not necessarily because you love them or you have a deep connection with them or you feel like you want to continue to build this life with them. No, you, you are using that person. And when you're using that person, person as a void filler, mm-hmm. then you they stay around longer than than their expiration date. That is true. That is so true. And I didn't even think think about it like that. It, it seems like she was using him to her advantage because she's missing something. And she, I feel like Chloe just really wants love. Like she wants to be loved and she's been through these 
situations and that have ended up horribly. And she just really wants somebody to love her and to love her family and so forth. But I feel like it's very hard for them um, as the Kardashian and Jenner family because of, I mean, they're always in the limelight. So good luck to her finding a new man or whatever she's doing. Really good luck to her. I feel like she has a good heart. So I hope she finds love yeah. and somebody, there's somebody out there that's going to treat her um, treat her with the respect that she deserves. Yeah, I, I I think that she has a big heart too. Their whole family actually has a big heart. Mm-hmm. When you take away like the the longing or like the need to be in the attention mm-hmm. or the spotlight, I should have said. But when you when you take that away, they're a good family oriented mm-hmm. people. I agree. And um, go ahead. Shout out to Kylie for making a billion though off the lip. The lip kit. I I like legit. I have to shout her out. So like, many women hate on her, and I don't understand why. I think it's like a jealousy factor. And definitely. Also because they said that she's self-made. That whole conversation, I mean, I get it. I get people want to say, oh, she's not self-made. She came from money, blah, blah, blah. But the fact of the matter is, she saw opportunity in these lip kits. She she created her own um, branding and marketing, or she paid whoever to do it, and it ended up being this successful brand. Yeah, people bought her her product, and she's out at a billion now. And I really commend her for that. Yeah, because she's making money. Like Period. she has a good team, and that's what matters. Though when you you want to create something, you build it, and then you have a good team around you. Absolutely, to keep you motivated to Absolutely. get to that point to where you want to be. Like you said. This girl got these lip fillers, and some people liked it, some people didn't. She was like, this is what makes me comfortable. This is what makes me more secure about myself. So she created a business out of it. And a lot of women hate on it because she fake. She made her money off of being something that she's not, okay? Oh, well, boo-hoo. Doesn't everybody? Exactly. At some point? And I feel like if you're looking to start your own business or whatever the case may be, then figure out what makes you happy, what makes you feel confident in yourself and create a brand off of it. Do the same thing that she did. Instead of being jealous and hating, oh, she made a billion, read about her or something. See what she did in order to reach a billion and maybe we could just all make some money. Like, Just use it as, use it as a path to get yourself to together. Your own success. Exactly. Yes, indeed. Um, Jesse. You know, I was watching Empire the other day and I couldn't even boom, look boom, at him. Boom, boom. I couldn't even look at <laughs> him. Like I could not even take him seriously. I'm so disappointed. Whatever truth, lie, I don't know, whatever the case may be with this situation, I'm so disappointed in him because I liked him. I liked him in Empire. I liked him as a person. I don't really get into his music, but I just liked or thought I liked him. Um, For him to say that, or for it to be said that, you know, he did this based off of the fact that he was unhappy with how much he was being paid and so forth. I feel like he ruined his career. Okay. I don't necessarily think that he ruined his career. I think that he's on punishment. And I was talking about this today, actually, with one of my clients. And I was saying that us as a community, we're always going to welcome him. But right now he's on punishment because I don't agree with 
the route that he took in order for him to feel like he needed to increase his value. And the fact that you wanted to use the sensitivity of the community that you're in to kind of aid your agenda mm-hmm. was completely wrong. Like completely wrong. I understand you feel like you 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 think that you deserve more, but the route that you took in order to get it was just, it, that was foul. And in Chicago, though, there's already so many things that's going on in Chicago. The death rates in Chicago and Philadelphia alone for this year are so high. And for you to choose that place to do whatever type of scheme, scandal, I just feel like it was not a good idea. Yeah. So maybe his career isn't ruined, but he's definitely um, on punishment right now. Oh, for sure. From the black community. Yeah, he's on punishment, but we haven't canceled him. If we haven't canceled R. Kelly. Oh, what you mean? He's muted. Girl. R. Kelly is muted. No, there are people who support him still. Because they're trying to isolate these situations, and I think that's what it is. But we're not. (laughs) We wasn't even supposed to be going on topic about him. I'm just saying, if, if R. Kelly hasn't been completely thrown to the wolves by some people then Jesse surely isn't. Yeah, most definitely. Because R. Kelly, that's a whole nother monster right there. That's a whole different monster. Like, I was having this conversation with somebody. They were like, yeah, I'm still listening to R. Kelly. See? And I'm like, how are you still... How can you even hear his music in your ear without feeling some type of way? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. You know, I was completely done when he said, in my way, way past. We don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> sir. And then his little, uh, what do you call them? Minions. His minions. The little girl was like, I will not tell you what I do in the bedroom. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't teach y'all English. You petty for that, Layla. <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about, ma'am. You petty for that. No, I... She was extremely defensive, and you know what they say. Mm-hmm. Her dogs holler. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. She that was part. extremely defensive, and and she was talking as if she had no home training or no self-control or no respect, because you're not going to be talking to Gail King like that. Like, do you know who, do you know who you're talking to? She did it. Like, Maybe she did. Hands, like, you don't do that. That's mm-hmm. so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You are not at at a a, a radio show um, or a podcast. Talking to your local VJ. You're not. Yeah, that's not the case. You need to have some respect, definitely. So whatever they got going on, they need some home training still. Still, like to this day. I'm off that shenanigans, though. Off the R. Kelly and the celebrity gossip. I do not like talking about that because it can get so messy. But um, shout out to my team at work. Um, thank you guys for giving me a topic really and everything to talk about. And I appreciate you guys for listening. So I want to talk about how difficult it is in this season, not only in this season, but this generation, like dating. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, guys. Um, the expectations for men and women. um, and everything that goes into the dating scenes and um, relationships, I feel like it is not normal. And sometimes I wish I was born in the 80s because maybe 
maybe if I was born in the 80s, it, it would be more relatable as far as the dating scene. I don't really like everybody's into social media and Instagram and followers and posting pictures just because you're cute and they all create this facade of a person. And then when mm-hmm. you meet these people in real life, they're nothing like their Instagram. Mm-hmm. They built up this persona just from social media and you expect to see that in person. But most of these people don't even have a personality. It's real sad. Yeah. What you think about that, Jess? Well, I'm old school Like when it comes to certain things. And I'm very traditional because my parents raised me that way mm-hmm. to be traditional on like certain certain things and my, my viewpoints um, are what you consider to be old school, I guess. But when you said that you wish you were born in a different era because you think it'll be more relatable, you think it, dating will be easier. Um, I think that it would be easier if I was born in a different era, but I also know that. I'm here so that I can show people different. This generation, like half of my generation and the generation under me and then those who were just born, it's like their standards are like null and void. Everything goes. Absolutely. There is no there's no such thing as as control or boundaries, no restrictions. Morals. I mean, everything is just out the window. Everything is out the window. The moral compass is way off. Drake said in one of his songs, my moral compass is off. It breaks in the South. Like, I really believe that a lot of people in our generation, they really have no moral compass. So with that being said, I definitely agree um, with setting boundaries, having non-negotiables. Yesterday, um, Jessica's sister, Jackie, at asked us uh, what were our non-negotiables as far as dating and being in a relationship. And I think that's something that we should all have um, on the forefront of our brains when we meet somebody new or we're considering uh, having a relationship with somebody because there has to be some sort of boundary or something created in order to have some order, for goodness sake. Because if not, if we don't have that, then everybody will just be all over the place and these relationships end up messy and they're just for clout. And I kind of hate the word clout, but it's the truth. Um, People just want to be in a relationship so they can post cute pictures together Mm -hmm. on Instagram or they want to be a YouTube couple. Like that's it. That's the generation that we live in, period. I agree. One of my non-negotiables was a relationship with God. Some people, they don't mind it. You know, they don't mind meeting somebody and introducing them to God as they know him and and as they continue to study him and and build that relationship with him. But for me, and it's just where I am in life, you have to have a relationship with God. Because at this point, I'm thinking about the future. And when when you decide to pair your life with somebody, your life goes in the direction that you guys both agree on. Yeah. And if I'm spending most of my energy trying to break down the walls that you have as far as like religion mm-hmm. or your your like stance on you are in this specific religion and you're not interested in changing and you need somebody to conform to what you do, that's fine. Like there's people who don't mind that. I do mind that. 
Mm-hmm. I need us to be on the same page. I need us to be equally yoked in that in that way as I just move forward in life. But that's just me. You have to you have to at least know God. You have to know him and you have to be willing to be one of Jesus' disciples. Period. Absolutely. That's a great one. Um one of my non-negotiable was I can't really I prefer not to deal with anyone that has kids. Um, I mean, I'm 28 and I know that a lot of, a lot of guys have kids my age, but that is just not something I'm interested in. It's not because I don't like kids. I love kids. It's just that I don't want to be in a pre-made family. I want to create a family of my own and I don't want to deal with, um, the drama from the baby mothers. (laughs) I want no parts. So therefore I stay clear of men who have children. Right. Oh, it can it can get tricky. And I think when you're dealing with somebody that has children or like you said, a pre-made family, it just all depends on their relationship with that person, the boundaries that they have set with that person. And um, I don't know how transparent we're, we're being right now transparent okay but um i don't think you would have felt that way if you didn't deal with somebody who was very like invisible when it came to boundaries with that person you know Mm -hmm. you were in a traumatic situation i'm not trying to laugh at it sis i'm just saying like she laughed at me no 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 no, i'm not laughing at you i'm (laughs) laughing at his ignorance like it was crazy it was ridiculous. You you made up in your mind. That was already non-negotiable. And you you kind of like, you wavered on that. Yeah. You know? And so because you already made up in your mind that this was something that you were going to do, you were going to stick it out with this guy, you was going to rock it out. And it turned out to to be a bust. That's hurtful. You know, when you when you... When you backtrack on a decision that you've already made for yourself because of a guy that you feel like you loved, you know? Yeah, but don't our our, our past experiences make us Yes, no, are. of course. No, I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel the way that you feel now. I'm just saying I'm explaining to the people on the interweb why you feel on the interweb. <laughs> why you why now you have this strict, like this strict stance on no kids. Yeah, I, I I had a situation, guys, where I was dating this guy and I thought I was madly in love with him. I was I was into the guy, okay? And he just went, he had a baby on the way and he, he swore up and down that he didn't want to be with this woman, that, okay, they're just having a baby. But, um, but then, so we had a talk and then a couple months later, I find out he married her. So yeah, my heart was broken. And from that point on, I was like, okay, I am not, I cannot deal with a man with um, kids because you never know in my perception, from my experiences, you never know where they are at with them, the mother of their child. Either some of them have had such a horrible experience and they really can't stand her or some of them are friendly and then some of them are still in love with them, but you, you never know. It's like you got to trust them that they're telling the truth. And I just choose to negate all of that and not deal with men with with babies. That's just it. I understand. 
It's just what I choose to do. I totally understand. You got any more non-negotiables, Jess? Cheating. Cheating. Because I feel like cheating just plays into self-discipline. Mm-hmm. There's there's always opportunities for people to cheat. There's always opportunities for people to entertain other people, you know? And cheating to me is a weird flex. I'm sorry. Like, that's a weird flex. Absolutely. Why do you feel like you have to cheat to prove what? To me or to yourself? Are you cheating because you're feeling some type of insecurity? You trying to see if you still got it or what? Yeah, exactly. I think cheating has... First of all, a lot of people are super weak, weak to their flesh. First and foremost, they just really can't handle something being thrown at them and not catch it. Like they want to be satisfied sexually. They want to be pleased. That's it. And it sometimes it's not even anything above or beyond that. Yeah. It it can it could be they have everything they need at home, but sometimes they're greedy and they just want more. Exactly. Yeah, that's Greedy is a really good word because <clears throat> me growing up the way that I am and those of you who know me like intimately, like not in the bedroom, but like closely, mm-hmm. then you know that I am spoiled. I'm spoiled and I'm a brat and and the attention that I get, I I liked it, you know, and it wasn't it wasn't always necessarily like, ooh, she's she's always in the spotlight. It was just that knowing that people had me on their minds. People yeah. wanted to talk to me. People liked being in a close proximity with me. You know, that made me feel good. But when I really decided to take a look at myself and work on myself, then I realized, wow, I could be caught up in cheating simply because I like the attention yeah. of it. Not necessarily because I like you. Right. It's just that you're feeding my insecurity something. That part. And a lot of times... What I, like, I'm totally an advocate for finding yourself before getting into relationships. Like a lot of the times people get in relationships and they don't even know what they like, what they don't like, mm-hmm. who they are, where right. they're going in life, what they're doing. Like a lot of a lot of people just don't know and they get into these relationships either seeking to fill a void um, or to find themselves in another person and it never makes sense. At the end of the day, you're pulling this person down and you're you're pulling yourself down because you're not taking the time to find yourself and figure out who you are and what you actually want in a relationship. I think the key to having a successful relationship, and this is going to be a major key to our generation, especially with how dating and relationships work these days, is to know yourself, period. You have to know yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't go into a situation thinking that you're going to find out who you are by dating someone. Like, how does that work? As if they're going to point you in the right direction. It's not going to... You know what you need? Jesus. You need God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, period. (laughs) You need Jesus in your life and like, that's it. Period. Point blank. Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand, like... A lot of people don't understand that relationship dynamic between themselves and Jesus. Mm. They just think that this is the person who was here... And he was the perfect person and it's impossible for me to live up to that standard. So why why do I even need him? Like, what is he going to do for me specifically? Mm-hmm. But when you look at the scripture, Jesus was showing people a different way yeah. on how to live. Not necessarily by like direct um, example of himself, but he went to those people who thought that they had it all together. 
and he showed them a, a better way to view themselves and to how to act out yeah. that those very things that he taught. Yes, absolutely. And we have we have we're on Jessica's uh, live right now. Um, what's you're at underscore Saint dot Tate. Tate. It's probably gonna change like whenever, but at the moment it's that. Okay, <laughs> that's her current Instagram uh, handle. But we have a couple people in, in the live. Um, a day with Ken is saying cheating is an H. No, I'm not gonna cuss on here, guys. We keep PG. Um, <laughs> cheating is the H. No, and I mean I agree. Like, what's the point of cheating? Like Jess said, it's a super weird flex. It's really not. If you want to cheat, if you can't stay committed, just don't be in a relationship. Just go be single and go be single, and bro. Like, sow your oats wherever you want to sow your right. oats. Right. <laughs> go be single. It's it's okay, but that's the thing. A lot of people don't know how to be by themselves. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, don't apologize. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm talking to the live too, but um, non-negotiables can. Um, oh no, it's fine. Non-negotiables. You have to have those, and you have to have boundaries. They are so important, or else you'll find yourself in a situation where you're just maneuvering in these relationships, and you you're not sure. You're uncertain. You don't have any clarity. Um, you find yourself in toxic relationships, and that's just not that's not where we want to be as adults. And like Jessica said earlier, a lot of us feel the have the duty of okay, well, let's show them how this is supposed to be done. Let's encourage and inspire um, our d- generation to be different and act differently. So at a day with Ken on Instagram, my Instagram live, he said, I was dealing with someone that was pressuring me to have a baby outside of marriage. And that's what caused friction in my last relationship. I think that goes back to um, what I said earlier, just having a relationship with God, only because I put you guys in the same mindset as far as what you guys want out of life, what you guys want. Um, but not necessarily like out of life because you guys can be, can want different things personally out of life. But at the end of the day, you guys have the same morals and values and, um, and a baby, a baby out of wedlock is, is not one of those things that anybody should be pressured into doing. That's extremely like, extremely weird, but, but she could have been a person that was in her mind a little older so she was ready to have a family, not necessarily a family, but she was ready to have a child. But my thing is, if you're not ready to be married, you're not ready to have a kid. That part. And if it's obvious that that's not where you're at in your relationship. If he hasn't given you a ring, sis. What? Why would you want to? Why, why would you, you want ha- to partner in having and raising a child together? But you don't even want to partner your life with me. Exactly. That's. I see why that would cause friction. Yeah. That would cause a whole lot of friction in my perception. You're not going to pressure my uterus if if it was the other way around. Yeah. You're not going to pressure my uterus and force something in there that I don't want to be in there. No. Oh, well, I want to have a baby. That's just not how this works. No, it's not. We're talking about our lives. Like, this is not a game. It's Mm -mm. not. Kids are a big deal, first of all. You have to be ready to have kids. And you have to be ready to be married. Exactly. But if you're not ready to take that next step as two single people, 
you guys are joining your lives together. Why then would I partner with you in creating a life if you don't want to continue to build this one with me? That's weird. And I think that's another issue with, you know, our generation. It's like these these women, they don't mind being, I, I hate the term baby mamas, but they don't mind being a baby mama instead of a wife. Like right. they just want a kid. For the what? standards are so low. It's so, they're, oh my goodness, don't even get me started on the standards or lack thereof. The standards are so low. And I'm sorry, if you, if, if I'm dating somebody and... And our conversation is not geared towards forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, like longevity. If we're not talking about marriage and certain things that we would do if we were married, how would we handle this conflict or certain things we want to build together? Mm-hmm. Like if we're not having those those types of conversations, ain't no way I want to talk to you. So what would you what would you want to name your child? Yeah, there's no way. No. No absolute way. No. Because the foundation hasn't even been set for us. So let's think about it. We want to have a kid out of wedlock just so that we can raise this kid with emotional trauma. And they're coming into the world with emotional, broken, broken, broken. already from People job. are already broke. I mean, born into brokenness, period. You, I grew up <clears throat> with both of my parents in the household. And that's a blessing in itself. Like, that's a miracle in itself, right. you know. And I'm very grateful for that. I'm glad about the way that I was raised. And I feel fortunate enough to have been raised that way. But I said all that to say that even though both of my parents were there, I was still born into brokenness. That's just that's just the way of life, thanks to Adam. Thanks <laughs> you know, to Adam. We were all born into brokenness. So it doesn't matter if you had a kid out of wedlock or both your parents were there. Both your parents had good paying jobs. Your dad paid for college and he gave you anything you wanted. There is going to be some level of brokenness there. So why why add fuel to that broken fire? Just because of your selfish reasons for wanting to have a child. And both of you guys, that's not a mutual agreement. Like these are things that you that you agree on. But we're not going to agree on having a child if you don't agree on trying to change my last name. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And just let's just stop bringing babies into situations that are not long term. Most of the time when you meet a person, you're fully aware as to whether you're going to stay with them whether you see yourself being married to this person or whether this is just something for the time being. Choosing to have a child with the people who you know are short-term in your life is a horrible idea. Don't bring a child into any mess. Right. That's my suggestion for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Daily suggestions with Lay. Um, okay, so Ken said... At the time, I was helping and encouraging her to finish school, be financially stable, and get her own. But she was more focused on that. And that's that's a really good point. People are assigned to your life. Absolutely. I thoroughly believe, like, I deeply believe that people are assigned to your life, whether the season is lifetime or it's like six, seven months or it's whatever. Everything in life is transactional. And I know people shouldn't, they don't think about life like that, mm-hmm. but it is. So Ken's saying... He tried to help her get focused on the things that she needed to be focused on right now. How can you build your life right now? Finish school. That's an accomplishment. Become financially stable. Like that's everybody's goal. You know, like, so why are you not focused on these things, but you want to bring a a child into your instability? That's just a red flag. It's a red flag. She's obviously not interested 
and what you're talking about, about uh, getting better or being a better woman. And right now she's not interested. But a lot of times people have timelines. I see the mindset of timelines with women more than I do with men. Well, yeah, we got a bio- biological clock. I mean, well, well, of course. So I don't know how old she was, but if she's like your age, okay, um, I'm not saying that you're old. <laughs> I'm just saying that she probably in her mind was like, okay, it's time for me to have a child. I need to have a child she right now. She was set on right. that. So I can get financially stable later. Like I can, I can do those things while I am having a child. Maybe that that was her mindset. I don't know. God bless. That's not me. Right. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely not. Um, stability, commitment, strong moral compass, and goals are my non-negotiables when it comes to dating. Who said that? Ken. Okay. Yeah. Stability. Stability is such a big deal. Stability in what way, though? Because that can go mental stability, mentally. spiritual stability, yeah. financial stability. What were the other ones? Um, commitment, strong moral compass, and goals. Commitment. Let's get into this, right? So recently, uh, more so maybe a couple months ago... I come across several um, followers of my followers on Instagram who are talking about this uh, polygamy situation, and I hate it, for lack of better words. Um, It seems like so many people are so into having these quote-unquote relationships that allow them to step out and do whatever they want to do. And the reason why I do not like it is because it it leaves a lot of confusion and a lot of room um, for lack of discipline in relationships. And I don't agree. So I want to touch on that because it's a hot topic in our generation. Men and women, um, they're interested in this lifestyle. And you guys want to know my opinion. And I don't agree. I agree that relationships should be between a man and a woman, that's it. One man, one mo- woman. The end. What's next on the list? <laughs> well, I think that <clears throat> we covered a lot tonight. And to be honest, guys, I don't know if this is going to be all in one episode. But what I did want to say is thank you to everybody who joined me on live. Instagram live is telling me that I have a minute and nine seconds remaining. I didn't know that what? they gave you a time limit on live. Uh, yeah. But thank you guys for um, tuning in and thank you for sharing your questions and your perspectives. We really appreciate it. Yeah. So anything else, anything else um, that you guys have to ask or whatever, speak now or forever hold your peace. Um, he says, I just feel like we live in a twisted, I'm sorry, we live in a lawless world. Anything goes now in and out of church. Child. Absolutely. That's 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 what the world that we live in, but it's our duty as um, young adults that are conscious and aware of this. It's our duty to make a change in any way that we can, whether it's by leading by, by example or by just influencing the people around you, the people who are looking up to you. Um, we can... We, we may not be able to change the whole world. Who knows? 
but we can we can reach out to the people that we know and we can try to you know change the uh perspective by our actions yeah that's a that's a really good point but i think that in order to change some people's perspectives we as women of faith and we have a foundation in god we have to stay the same i see a lot of churches they're they're like conforming into something different so that they can reach this generation and a different audience and that's cool like the aesthetics can change but but the standards of god stay the same and so we're in a new age we're in a new day yes where everything is lawless and people are living reckless and and everything is accepted and you're living in your own truth and stuff like that but god's truth never changes mm-hmm. god's word never changes and um i I hate for everything to just kind of boil down to the spirituality of everything, but that's just the reality of life. Um, so living in this day, whether you are dating, whether you are trying to find like a good path for yourself, if you're trying to accomplish some goals, if if you are doing a, um, like a self-assessment, whatever it is, standards are a necessary key in making sure that things go correctly and things are birthed out of purity. And so that's just my thought. I can go on and on about that, but um I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at there. I'm gonna leave it at there. I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> awesome. And that's why her name is Saint Tate, you guys. Saint Tate. Go make sure you go follow her um on Instagram. But I want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, I know it's been a while, but I appreciate everyone for listening, whether you're listening today or tomorrow or on your way home from work. I appreciate you. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. Um, Civil Goddess is the brand. Prayer, Poise, Passion is the slogan. And Goddess Talk is the language.